Welcome into another edition of the Hops and Spirits Friday Five, where we ask some great questions to some really great folks in the uh, alcohol world, whether they're you know, producing it, writing about it, or anything that has to do with it. And joining us this week is Scott Neal, the COO of Horse Soldier Bourbon. See, I got smart and I said that slower this time. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome Hello, in, Scott. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm ready to celebrate this Veterans Day week here in, um, actually in Tampa, Florida right now. Well, that's a good place place to be. I'm sure the sun is shining. Yes. Um, yes. Can, can you talk a little bit, before we get into our five questions, can you just sure. tell people a little bit about yourself and, and kind of just, you know, I don't want to say the whole life story, but maybe the Cliff Notes version. Wow. Cliff Notes. You know, I was born uh, in California, but I grew up really in Central Florida, right outside of Orlando in a little town called Narcusi. And I always wanted to join the Army. So when I graduated high school in 1986, I went in and I continued to serve. Uh, I became an Army Green Beret and I did 25 years of service. Um, you know, then I went on to do some nonprofit activity and we started this business amongst friends who served together in 2016. And, and I was going to say, how did this come together or why did it come together? And you guys create horse uh, soldier bourbon. Yep. Well, there's, there's the how, and then there's the why the how is, you know, after I left the nonprofit, you spend a lot of time talking to very affluent people or companies. And then I was always curious on how they made their American dream happen. So I thought it was time for me to, you know, pursue that. So uh, my friend and co-founder and, and his wife, Elizabeth, uh, I took the opportunity to go on vacation in Yellowstone and we climbed the Tetons and we did horseback rides. And all the while, I think I was like that um, over anxious Patty Wan that was asking the Kung Fu master, how do you make money? I mean, how do you get your first million? You know, how do you start a business? And he's like, Shh, just enjoy nature. <laughs> and after the end of this 30 days, you know, we went to our first craft distillery and just sat at the bar and it was a husband and wife. It was a Grand Tetons. And I think that's where we caught the bug. And if you are listening to this program and, and you're, you enjoy going to the Bourbon Trail or Scotland and Ireland, you know, it's, it becomes a fascinating, magical trip. And then it was Pied Piper. I called um, Mark and Bob and 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 will and everybody we just started adding more and more on this journey of discovery and we finally put this into a business and we started making booze bourbon whiskey all of that uh, back in 2016 and i guess what drew you into this i mean what was it just that that search for kind of that that business that next thing in life or what what was it that I, you, you know, know when you talk to a mentor, another entrepreneur, you know, you hear all these cliches of find your passion. You'll never be bored. You lot, a lot, right? Then you got to find it. Well, my passion was being with my friends that I served with is telling stories. It was that being at the bar and everybody's animated and like, you're full of crap. It happened like this. And so when we found, you know, this kind of um, craft distillery, it became David meets Goliath right? You can make something just as delicious as all the popular brands you've ever heard of, but then, you know, you have to, you've got the giants of distribution and, you know, the governors of retail, and it just all became fascinating, and that's just what we chose. We chose this business, because we well, all knew nothing about this. None <laughs> of us knew anything. 
about I'm sure this. you know a little bit more now. <laughs> I uh, all the cuts and scrapes and scars of a startup, I wear them well. Uh, uh, you you know you you also you know are an all American company. Everything that kind of goes into it is all American. How important was that for for y'all? I mean, because I'm guessing you know, that had to be a big thing. You know, with our background, right? You know, being in special forces, you know, notable. We've got statues at Ground Zero. We've got all this recognition. It had to be American. I mean, we bleed red, white, and blue. I like to think that this is the most patriotic bourbon brand in the country. But when you get into the business side of the business, um, there are shortcuts and it becomes a reality in your physical aspect, the, the physical financial aspects of, do I buy a bottle for, you know, a dollar 50 or do I get it for a dollar? Do I get labels at 98 cents or I try to get labels for 50 because the number one ingredient in whiskey and everybody's mistaken, the number one ingredient is money. And when we discovered, you know, as we started putting our own money, you got to, you know, you want to put all the finest and best, but then the reality side sometimes makes people search for shortcuts. So we had to stay on the high road and it costs us a lot of money just to get started, put it that way. Well, and, you know, I know you all ended up working with uh, Middle West Spirits uh, out of Columbus on a lot of things. And I've, I've gotten to talk to them and I've loved everything they've done. How how did that relationship come about and how important is it to kind of have so, someone be able to when, do that for y'all? You begin your journey and it's, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. And there's some great distillers. There's some great people that can nose and taste, but I wanted to key in on how do you beget, right? How do you start at zero and climb the mountain? And so we were introduced to other veterans distillers. One is Travis and his wife, Hillary, at Hotel Tango. So we went to their facility. We carried the grains. We mixed things up. We licked the labels and the bottling line. We listened to them with heavy bags under their eyes. Talk about the business. Whereas consumers want to talk about ingredients and maturation and notes and nuances of American new white oak. When you get together with the owners and um, that you, you get into a different conversation. So they had introduced us to Ryan and Ryan had such a wealth of knowledge and he had just started Middle West. And we realized that we didn't have a capital to build a $15 million, $1.5 million gallon facility, mm -hmm. right? And we'd never get where we wanted to be on a 250 gallon still. So the logic came in that we would learn from Ryan. He would teach us his expertise. We would enter a partnership. But what's unique about it is, is not where I order on some checklist from some bigger company. We actually would go on Airbnb and stay there. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. worked Ohio winners or nothing <laughs> to be trifled with when you're from Florida. But we did it. Our first labels, we had to hand apply. Imagine you could only do 800 bottles a day. That's 12 hours a day with 10 of us on the bottling line, literally hand labeling our first bottles. I was going to say, I'm sure that was an experience. Well, it's an experience that says, boy, there's a better way. Or we got to sell more of this so I can actually you know, work together and uh, get a better bottling line. But see, that I'll never... Um, trade that journey to where I'm at now, because it's a journey that made us 
grow like we did. Well, and then you y'all have kind of a facility in Florida, the the still yep. house, and you're also um, working on building a production facility, tasting room, all that, in Somerset, Kentucky. Yes. Um, why why Somerset, Kentucky? I'm guessing Florida because y'all are down there. But why Somerset, Kentucky? And when can folks expect that to to be be something they can go check out? So Florida, because the headquarters of Special Operations Command is here. So we all, a lot of us retired out of McDill Air Force Base. So that's why Florida, plus it's warm. And there's 14 million visitors uh, to St. Petersburg and Tampa, whereas the Bourbon Trail is 1.4. So do the math. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot better uh, way to expose our brand. But why Somerset? We were secretly looking into Lexington and Louisville. We found and discovered some things that people don't realize and i won't go into it here but it was the mayor of somerset who just got elected we had no clue where somerset was and he sent us a video of him talking about a distillery as he's overlooking lake cumberland we're like google 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 and when we visited it was the most lost in time mayberry town square everybody waved right? The, the sheriff comes in, you know, it was, it brought you back to a simpler time that when you grow up as a kid, that's what you remember, mm-hmm. right? It's the Hallmark movie. Okay. And so then when we saw the Lake Cumberland, what people, you know, now realize is we were on Cumberland river when nine 11 happened. So it spoke to us, right? Mm-hmm. You got this small town America. It's away from the big fish, right? The big, bourbon, barren, publicly traded X, Y's, and Z's with billions of dollars of sustainable investment, little bitty outpost, right? Alone and unafraid in the middle of Somerset, Kentucky. And we're like, that's where we belong right there. Well, I, I think that's a, a great play, place to be. You, you'll be be where you're kind of, you're the the attraction down there. And I, I love, love to hear that. The little pond. Uh, and yeah. a very beautiful pond at, at that. Uh, now, my last question for you, for you is, you know, for veterans out there, because obviously it's Veterans um, Day week, everything, how, yeah. how difficult can it be to run, launch your own business, and what resources are out there to kind of help folks get into that? Because it's not an easy journey uh, most of the time. So, you know, never be fearful of hard, right? We grew up in the military, you know, walking 12 miles and getting shot at if you're in combat or jumping out of airplanes. I don't understand the veteran mindset sometimes when they leave that they think the best times of their life was yesterday. For us, we were always curious. And if somebody else could do it, we could do it, right? Mm -hmm. So we had that attitude that if they can do, if they're smart enough, quick enough, clever enough, what we didn't have in the beginning was an understanding of the language of business. So I went and attended entrepreneurial schools. Uh, some friends went to the um, Veterans Boot Camp, um, ILV, I think is the name of it. They have campuses all around the country. So you have to self-educate your gaps. The, the hard part for veterans, though, is when we inserted in Afghanistan, they gave teams millions of dollars here's this much help start the revolution or, or the resistance or here's the resources. Well, when you become your own business, resources are finite. A dollar is a dollar. And what does it get me? So we started with our own money, right? Burn the boats, no going back. And then we learned to be savvy in business where you didn't give up your dream. I'm not going to work all day long for somebody else. So we had to 
become smarter and smarter, more engaging with our investors to the point now it's about culture. We will not bring anybody else on into the team fold, whether they're an employee and an investor, unless they fit our culture. Well, I, I love to hear that. And I think that's a, a lot of great advice that it, a lot of it just comes down to continuing to educate yourself and, and build up your, your knowledge base with whether that's yourself or those around you. And Exactly. And, and I love what you guys have done. I, I got to try the, uh, the straight bourbon whiskey. It was wonderful. Got a couple others to try. I guess to, to wrap it all up, what can you say about your, your bourbons and, and uh, where folks can find them? Um, you know, three things, right? Just like stop, drop, and roll, 911, things are better in three. We're all American, right? From grain to glass to bottle, everything but the cork. The cork, I don't want to say, if you can hear it, mm -hmm. it pops. It's still from Portugal. Number two is we're authentic. Uh, I don't think the uh, drummer from Metallica makes his own bourbon, nor does Terry Bradshaw. We do. Finally, we're award-winning. Imagine going through all this process and you sip it and it sucks, right? We've mm -hmm. won a tremendous amount of all of the accredited, independent awards that says it's good, really good, eh. But it, what it shows you is that our efforts to find our mash bill and our place on the shelf uh, has worked out. Well, well, Neil, I, or Scott, I really appreciate it. Uh, HorseSoldierBourbon.com, HorseSoldierBourbon horse on all the social media. I know, I knew I'd mess it up. It always happens. <laughs> but Scott, thank you so much for joining us and, and telling a little bit about your all's journey. Thank you for the opportunity to tell our story. That's how we're going to beat the big guys is just by storytelling. <laughs>